Hi, Ross. Hey, Sam. How's it going? It's going pretty good. We are in Studio Beta, Studio B. Studio B. And we did not release on our agreed upon <laughs> schedule. I I said it was going to be tough because of the gonna holidays. It is going to be tough because of the holidays. And I had a, a medical problem last recording time. Is that a thing you like? No, I don't <laughs> particularly care for it. So uh, we delayed, but here we are, and it'll turn into a bit, us saying next time, next time we'll re- record on time. I've got a lot of optimism for 2017. As do I. It's hard not to. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we'll be good. I like that 2017 hasn't happened yet. Oh, yeah. It's it's like, um you know, in sports where the, the preseason, everybody's undefeated, right? Right. And like, we can yeah. all go to the national championship. All of us. Yeah, that's where we sit right now. And the final week, how many? days we have left we have don't give it away we have we, oh yeah that's, that's true we have a some number of days left i will until do 2017. we will release this in 2016 Ooh. i am committing to that to you ross and to you the audience that this will be released in 2016 all right mostly because i'm i don't have work on friday okay that sounds great yeah um so this is uh sam and ross like things the show where ross and i each pick a thing that we like and we talk about it um rule number one rule only real rule is no hedging so we aren't allowed to say why we don't like a thing this is a big episode it's episode 30 30 three zero were yeah three zero i I was trying to think because i've all i've done the errors triple ten triple ten (laughs) the 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 the, uh it's sam ross like things three fast three furious what no no. Was it just, what was that one? Just furious. That was just the third one. The third one. Just <laughs> <laughs> the third one. Anyway. 30 fast. 30, going at least 30 miles an hour. Anyway, those, that's a bad joke. <laughs> this we, is episode 30. We cut that out. Yeah. It, it is divisible by 10. Yeah. And since we have 10 fingers, that's ten a fingers. big deal. That for is our, a big deal our for our species. Mm-hmm. Um, I So, oh, well, let's get let's do a little bit of the logistics up front before we get to today's Ooh, topics. is it table of contents? Yes, yeah, table of con- contents. <laughs> Um, I had a follow-up that I didn't put in here. It's a selfish follow-up. Okay. I didn't I didn't intentionally not put it in here so as to like pull a fast one on you per se. I just forgot to put it in the notes. Uh, all right. <laughs> I wanted, I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Good Morning RVA podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, in part because like you just committed to getting the episode out. Yes. By I wanted to put it on record, audio record. Audio record. That it will exist. So, unless I edit it out. Unless you edit it. Yeah, unless I call, <laughs> unless I call you and say, hey, that's not going to happen. Anyway, uh, so Good Morning RVA is a newsletter I do every weekday about Richmond news stuff. GMRVA.com. GMRVA.com. And it has a Patreon associated with it. And we just today reached the Patreon goal. It's uh, patreon.com slash GMRVA. And we just reached the Patreon goal to create a Good Morning RVA podcast. So I don't really know a whole lot what that's going to look like. Um, In the past, I've done just a reading of every day's email. Like I read it out loud into the podcast. Yeah, it had a boop sound in it. Uh, I think I've lost the boop sound. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Wait, be- you just didn't say boop every time you used... Yeah, I mean, I use technology. <laughs> you automated it. Yeah. Or, it be faster uh, just to say boop? No. <laughs> I like the... And I liked how... So this was in between each little news item. I put a boop sound. So I like this boop. Seems good. Yeah. It's good. Um, but I wanted it to be uniform. Sure. Mm. So that will exist, this podcast, in some form. I've also thought about maybe doing it as a weekly week in review sort of thing. So if, if listeners of this particular podcast mm-hmm. would find a Richmond News podcast helpful or useful or enjoyable, let me know in what way, what fashion, how it should The sound. form. The, the format. F- the format, yes. So that is a piece of logistical business that I, I want to talk that. about. That, that's, that's within the bounds of the show. Okay. Just plugging your thing that makes you money. Right. And so I did have two other bits of follow-up. Okay. 
One is last week, I think, the last show, Max Hep Buchanan mentioned he liked the Homecoming podcast. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the first episode. Is it good? It is super compelling. I haven't listened to any anything anything else because I've gotten, um, or any further episodes because I've gotten a little bit behind on My Dad Wrote a Porno. So yes. I've been listening to a lot of My Dad Wrote a Porno <laughs> and haven't listened to a lot of anything else. But- um, it's a, it's like a storytelling podcast, like a fictional narrative sort of situation. And I don't listen to pod, any of those podcasts. Do you? No. So this is, so maybe you should, maybe, you, and it's through Gimlet, highly acclaimed Gimlet. Um, so you should listen to it. It's, it's homecoming. The first one was good. And then the second piece of follow-up I had was I got a few Bill and Ted data points. Yeah, we put out, last episode was, uh, I liked Bill and Ted, the Bill and Ted movies. And we asked if you had not watched or were familiar with Bill and Ted to the extent where you would know quotes from the movie, tell us and tell us your age. Yeah. And I think your prediction of, unless you were our age at the time the movie came out you wouldn't right. know if you were born roughly from 1979 through 1981 or 82 yeah and i think you might even be narrower than yeah. that because i had people that i consider our age that were like slightly outside the window in either direction mm-hmm. and were like i've never seen this movie wow so yeah. how many responses did you get like three or four yeah probably like five half dozen wow. were any of them the millennials most of them were people i would say would be our age yeah and they just didn't know and they didn't know and they were like can't wait to watch it over winter break and i was like that's insane Wow. Yeah. Good to know. We did data. That, that's yeah. research right there. That is research. It's science. Did you have any? That was my follow-up. Oh, I've, got, I've got no follow-up as as per usual. So here's the stuff other people like, Sam. Stuff other people like. People continue to like things and it brings me joy. Aaron Williams. Mm-hmm. He likes Mo Alley blocks. See, that is a play on words on a VCU basketball player's name, Mo Alley Cox. And he is known for blocking shots. Okay. See how that's play on words? Right. Yeah. So it's not a, a crowdfunded like toy. No, <laughs> but that's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Nathan Hughes like likes Linwood Holton's principal, David Hudson. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Both of those guys. Matt Fisher likes Super Mario Run. Yeah, we've been playing Super Mario Run. Uh, my spouse, Kat, who I'm married to, mm-hmm. has something like 4,000 toads. Does she not expend the toads? Oh, she's that good is what you're saying. Right. Like she goes to the rallies and she's got just has accumulated like 4,000 toad fans. Whoa. She's unlocked everything, and and she's awesome at the game. So she's gotten all the black coins and stuff? I don't know if she's gotten all the black coins. She's gotten all the purple coins. Okay. And I have gotten... Apparently, it's better to go all pink, all purple, than all black. I was just starting to go, I'll go level by level. Oh, that's what I'm doing. Is that not... Yeah, you get you get access to a special level if you get all the pink coins. Oh. And you get access to a special level if you get all the purple coins. So I was I got through like world two, getting all all three different coins in each world, and then I just got all the pinks, and now I'm going through the purples. Okay, that's good. That's good feedback and advice. This this by the way is an iOS. Yes, it's an iOS <laughs> game where you can play Mario. Yeah, uh, I find it to be it should be a quick hit because I have some more thoughts about it. Maybe yeah, it we can should add be it to a quick hit. Um, Megan Barbado likes it's a wonderful life mm-hmm. soup made with homemade chicken stock. Yeah, Lisa Sims likes. Related, Lisa Sims like Brunswick stew, specifically her Brunswick stew that she can smell on her stove at this moment. That sounds pretty good. Jenny Fisher likes hot spiced wine with a slice of orange in it. Uh, Her commentary is so good. I'll bring some for you guys when you record. We're right here, Jenny. Yeah. What up? Yeah. She also likes- We we could also have given her notice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. True. Uh, she likes seat heaters in your car, sewing, and moons. Moons. Huh. Yeah. Joe Foster likes this new indie film called indie film called Star Wars Rogue One. I thought it was Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Uh, it is. You're right. That it. You, but this is, must be a different movie. Yeah. This is this <laughs> is a fan take on the on the matter. Have you seen Star Wars? The the newest Star Wars film, Rogue One: Colon, a Star Wars story. I have not. TM. I have not. Mm, okay. 
Cat Anthony, like Sportable, which is a cool group company, organization in town that works with disabled athletes. Mm -hmm. Andrew Hunter likes Christmas Portrait by the Carpenters. Okay. I think that's music. It is. It is a song. Okay. Are you familiar? Yes. I'm not. What? I don't... Are you familiar with the, that the Carpenters exist? Yes, I think. Is that like <laughs> vaguely? Are they like um, who are those dudes that did, this is? I'm good at this stuff. Who's the dudes that did the like Puff the Magic Dragon song? Peter Paul and Mary. Yes, those are not the Carpenters. But is that the? Am I in the right zone? In that there are women who sing. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, are you looking them up? I'm going to play you a little Carpenters. Okay. Not the Crappenters. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Mama Cass? Oh, it's Karen Carpenter. Hmm. It's, it sounds lovely. Is this the Christmas one? No. I'd put this in the same area as Puff the Magic Dragon. How can you not know this song? I've never heard it before. He's looking at me with a mix of disdain and disappointment. All right. I'm moving on. No. You no. Oh, that part sounds familiar. A little bit. <sighs> Andy also likes hot cocoa. <laughs> My snowblower, because he lives in the Midwest. And The Crown. Val's been watching The Crown. She liked it a lot. Holly Gordon likes snow. Brantley, this is a good one. Snow. Brantley likes that GRTC provides a low-cost service that allows my disabled mom to get around during the holidays. We're riding the caravan to CanCan and the VMFA as I type. It could be better, but not having something like this would hurt a lot of families. It's good, good service, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kristen, Crystal Pool likes 2017. Chris Pope says you, which refers to me. Oh. Yeah. Matthew Freeman likes travel. Jamie and Mark like Tracker R Bravo and Aldi. Do you know Tracker R? I don't know Tracker R. Tracker R Bravo is one of those doodads you like clip to your keys and you can ping it with your phone so okay. you can find your stuff. Yeah, you could clip it to your to your child as well, or sure, whatever. Uh, Nick Dawson likes people who make things. Ooh, and Stephen Day likes the leaf collection people of the city of Richmond. That's huh. good, right? Yeah, a lot of has that happened <laughs> <laughs> in his neighborhood, Sam? Yeah. <laughs> uh, elsewhere, maybe not. Oh yeah, I uh, do. People, I, I get it, right? But don't, don't, is there a reason why you shouldn't like just mow your leaves? Because that's what I do. Oh, that's what we do. And by we, I mean Valerie does that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just do that? I don't know. I also, I also am confused by the people that rake. We're going to get some feedback maybe. The people that, get, that rake before the final leaf has fallen. Yeah. Because you'll yeah. just have to re-rake that last leaf. Yeah. Why don't you just wait until they're all on the ground? Right. And then mow it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there are reasons. As, I'm unfamiliar with them as I am the Carpenters. So that was everything that everybody liked. That was good. A little less intense than the lead up before Christmas. People were a little, you know, they were, I think, were all a bit cooled off on 2016. Good to hear the stuff other people like. Yeah. It fills me with uh, renewed enthusiasm. <laughs> I can tell <laughs> by your enthusiastic voice. So, Ross, this being episode 30, 30, 30, yeah. or triple 10. <laughs> triple 10. We decided to do a very special Sam and Ross like things. Yes, the, the rare joint episode. Yeah, and Ross, the thing we like this week is OmniFocus. OmniFocus. I love OmniFocus. I love let's, OmniFocus. Let's, let's get it out of the way. Yeah, it is my external brain. It is where things live. Yeah, so they don't have to live in my brain, which is bad. So Sam, tell me, tell me what Thanks. OmniFocus is. So OmniFocus is a to-do app in the general sense. So you put things into it that you intend to do so your brain doesn't have to remember them. And then when it comes time to do things, you look at that list and you do the things on the list. And then the best part is you check the things off. You check the things And they off. go away. And they go away. Yeah. So uh, broad sense, that's what it is. Yeah. And uh, this is a tool that has been a part of my life. How old is it now? It's got to be. We should. We could have done our professional research. Yeah. 
several years old. I started using it when it before it was OmniFocus. It was uh, a piece of software that was built into another program by the Omni Group called Omni Outliner. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Ethan Schoonover, is just this guy. He made these Apple scripts that would turn Omni Outliner into proto OmniFocus. Whoa. So you would put everything into project view, you'd hit the Apple script, and then it would switch everything around into context view. Man, that sounds fragile. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was actually pretty good, right? Because uh-huh. it, it, it worked. Um, but yeah, and from there it was developed into full-fledged application on its own right. So it is where I, it is my outboard brain. Right. Um, I have a couple of questions. So I know about OmniFocus mm-hmm. through you. Yes. So you're my OmniFocus. Um, what's the word I'm looking at? I'm your Padawan. So you're just my Jedi master, I guess. OmniFocus. Yeah. yeah. I don't, is there a special word for Jedi master other than Jedi master? You're my Padawan learner. Yeah. Um, I remember you, you made a slide. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I've ha- I have a Star Wars theme deck yeah. related to, to, to doing, um, can you tell me since I'm newer at this than you oh, are, sure. can you tell me like, did you use something before OmniFocus for this sort of thing? Or was your life like a, a scattered disarray and then OmniFocus came in and like cleaned it up or what? Yeah. So before I was using the kinkless GTD, which was the Omni outliner, thing mm-hmm. my life existed in various scattered omni outliner files i'd have these notes everywhere and i really wouldn't have any sense of what i actually needed to do so it would actually just live in my brain yeah because your brain isn't stupid and it knows hey if you don't have a system you trust let me i now have to remember this and it was just basically in my brain where causing have, you anxiety causing me anxiety and i'd have these outline files just scattered around my desktop and is that basically like todo.txt yeah. where it'd be like, basically, here's a giant a, shopping list and here's like the 10 there things were that I need check to do. boxes and there was outline form, but yeah, more or less just like a list, which works for some people, right? Yeah. It uh, doesn't work for my brain. Mm-hmm. And how did you find your way into proto OmniFocus? It probably came through being an Omni Outliner nerd combined with. That is when I first became aware of, of Mr. Merlin Mann, mm. and he was doing uh, MacBreak Weekly, and he started doing his own sort of productivity things, and I would follow his work. And he talked a lot about uh, a system called GTD, getting things done, uh, which the kinkless GTD and OmniFocus are based around that organization method. And so as I was exploring that organization method with uh, with Merlin as my kind of remote sensei, then uh, not that I'd ever, I've ever talked to him, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I would listen to his stuff. The tools developed as I was learning this system as well. Yeah, that's cool. You're like a, you're on the ground floor. The ground floor of this thing that David Allen wrote a book about in what, 1991 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And but so yeah. like, like just for, if for folks that don't know, like GTD is analogous, I guess, to this other thing that people probably don't know. But like, <laughs> in my mind, it, it's like there's a bunch of ways to keep track of things you need to do. Correct. GTD is one philosophy. It's a, for it's doing a it. philosophy. It's a method. It's right. a way of organizing your projects and associated tasks right. in a way that makes sense to yeah. brains like mine. Right. And it's just like how some people like are real into agile. Right. right? Then that's like their philosophy about how to do things at work i don't know what agile means yeah but that's how i look at it it's like it's a it is a branded even way of like looking at things it just happens to make sense for the way my brain works too agile or gtd gtd i don't know oh, what yeah, agile yeah. Is. people say it and i say yeah yeah sure let's scrum, let's scrum. yeah scrum i don't know what that means either <laughs> 
yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So that's um, how I started. Um, and I the the thing that's kept me in the GTD world and ha- is that it's one of those systems where it's very forgiving of you of you yourself rejecting it and then deciding, oh crap, I need to get back on the horse. Yeah. So it is very forgiving of I don't need this stupid organization system. Oh yeah, I really do. Because all you need to do is uh, do a brain dump, process into projects and tasks, and then you're back. Yeah. Fresh start. It's so easy to start fresh. People think, oh, you've got this great organization system. That's how you get stuff done, and it's true. But it's also because I'm able to throw it away at any point and start start from scratch. Basically, it is. Uh, the only reason I've been able to stay with it because I need that renewal. Right. Yeah. Trying to think like what my life was like before I got into it. I think I was basically a horrible garbage person because <laughs> um, I don't think I, I, I mean, I kind of got, I started with nothing and just never did anything and was a constant failure and let down to every person that I ever encountered. Um, and then I ended up, I think doing some like, remember the milk lists, just basically the sure. same thing, like big lists that I never really looked at. And then slowly like found my way there through you, I guess. Uh, and you were you built your own thing in Evernote. Yeah, and it was basically what OmniFocus does, but like manhandled Evernote to do instead. Before it, you were making promises to yourself and other people that weren't being kept. Yeah, breaking promises continually. Uh, and this is really the first thing. And I guess what, what when did we start talking about this stuff? Maybe like three years ago, two years ago? I think I, I exchanged lunch for giving you a session. Yeah, and that was probably yeah. two years ago, right? Yeah. At least. And since then, I think at least I am aware of when I break promises to people. Yes. Whereas before, and that's the worst part, that's when you're a real garbage person, is when you're not even aware that you're breaking promises to people. And those mm-hmm. people are like, what What happened to this thing? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Mm, sorry. Right. And that rarely happens to me now. Yeah. Like, I at least know that I need to send someone an email or call them and be like, right. I'm going to fix it. That doesn't it. mean I do everything. That doesn't mean I don't owe people some right. podcasts I need to edit for them before I edit this one. But I'm going to edit this one first, but then edit theirs. I feel bad about that. Yeah. And I still want to do it, which is one of the things of it helps you get yourself in a space where you need to decide, am I going to feel bad about not doing this or am I going to do it? Yeah. Say a little bit more about that. Sure. So what you do as part of an OmniFocus is they've got this review mode where once a week is the default, but you can set it to how often you want. You look at all your projects and you say to yourself, am I going to do this thing? Yeah. I haven't done it for a week or two weeks or whatever. Am I going to do it? The answer is yes. Think about, well, why haven't I done it? Is my first task in that project really too vague? Did it, does it say, like, figure out how to make more money? Right? Yeah. Or is it something I'm pro- procrastinating about? Maybe I need to break that into smaller chunks of something I can actually do in the world, like read book on money. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Or maybe I haven't done that. So is it, go to library website and reserve book on money. Right. right. So breaking it into smaller chunks. Or this is the good thing of the system is, oh, I really don't want to think about how to make more money right now. I just don't want that on my brain. So I'm going to give myself permission just to cancel the project. Yes. And it's gone. And I don't have to think about it. And it was a conscious decision. Hey, I'm not thinking about that until, what, six months or whatever. My brain pops it back in because my brain's smart. If I need to think about a thing, it'll come back in my brain. Man, this just happened to me. You can cut this out of the show if you want. Um, This just happened to me where I was reviewing all my projects. And one of the projects in there, which has been in there for two or three months now, (laughs) was make a rate sheet for Sam and Ross Like Things. Mm-hmm. Like what do ads, if, you know, it's a very professional podcast it is. That we have here. Professional. And if people wanted to advertise on it, yeah. we would need 
to know <laughs> how, how much money to ask for. <laughs> and so I had a task in there for a project, whole project filled with many tasks of yeah. like things I needed to do. And just this this weekend, I dropped the project. And like the feeling. So good. The feel. Yeah. That like it's a physical good feeling when you a project, it, yeah. which is like bolded letters. And then underneath the project are like a big list of things to do that your brain knows they're there. And it sees them. And then when you just drop it and they all go away, it's like, ah. Mm -hmm. Now that is to say, if that's not to say, if a very wonderful advertiser emailed us, R-C-A-T-R-O-W at gmail.com, I would send you a rate sheet that I would totally make that second. Mm-hmm. But that we've thought about. We've totally thought yeah. about it. Hey, I've been trying to think about it for three months. It just didn't go anywhere, you know? Um, so yeah, I love that. I love that part. Um, and like when I said earlier that the best part is checking stuff off, I think the app designers have done a really good job of making completing tasks a physically rewarding mm -hmm. experience. Especially on the, so this app we, we didn't mention is available for Macs and iOS devices. Right? And watchOS. Oh, and watchOS, yes. Yes. Um, and in all of those things, actually, the... But the thing to, to complete a task is a huge friendly circle mm -hmm. that you that is like the size of your finger. The it's the diameter of a finger. Yes. And you mash it and a check mark shows up and then the thing goes away. It does. And like that's just awesome feeling. It does feel good. I will even put in I will do like like I am on the way to do a task. I will put in the task before I get there. So I have so you the can check it so off. I have the experience of checking it off and being like boom, add item one, thing. check off first item in list. <laughs> yeah. It just feels good. It feels like I'm accomplishing stuff, you know? It does. Uh it has because it is my outboard brain, it has a place in my life that the rest of my technology doesn't so most of the time you know my phone isn't coming out at dinner with my family yeah but i will make an exception for doing a hey dingus remind me to do whatever the task is in my brain so it goes into omnifocus mm -hmm. like there are situations where it wouldn't be okay to pull out my phone necessarily but i've gotten more or less the blessing or at least the acknowledgement that this is, this is something i need to do for my brain that if i'm put it just putting something into omnifocus that's different than playing with my phone right yeah and when i used to work with other humans it became clear that like unless i was writing it down into omnifocus then i probably didn't care about your thing <laughs> <laughs> So if I was like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that sounds cool, but didn't write anything down on OmniFocus. Because it didn't exist. Right. And they were like, you didn't write that down. And I was like, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> so that's nice. And they've made it really easy for basically what the, the OmniFocus GTD world, you'd call it capture or ubiquitous capture of whatever device you have with you. Just make it easy to get that out of your brain and into OmniFocus to deal with later. Right. So if you've just thought of something that might be an amazing idea, but you can't work on it right now. That's okay. It goes into OmniFocus and you'll look at it when you're planning out your stuff. Yeah. Here is one, here's a great example of that. This morning, I was working on the aforementioned Good Morning RVA newsletter. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I just, I, I thought, what what is the Richmond Police Department's data retention policy? And I put in a note or I put in a to-do and gave it a context of Sam because I feel like you either know the answer to this question or would be interested in finding out the answer. I think I have... A note.app note that might have that in it. So, so, but that's like a great example. It's like right. in the middle of writing, but I needed to dump this thing out yeah. to, so I could ask you about it later on, on our podcast, I guess. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and they do, I do a lot of Siri. Do you use Siri to put I do. I do. Hey, Dingus. And I've got it hooked into my uh, OmniFocus can pull from reminders. So I will say, remind me to uh, take out my the trash when I get home. Yeah. And then when I get home, 
it'll pop up with an OmniFocus alert because it sucked it in, mm-hmm. telling me, "Hey, take out the trash." Yeah, I do. I do that a lot. I do. Um, I do in the shower with the watch. I've done. I've done the watch, but also the new Hey Dingus on the latest iPhone is so good. I just shout it in the, to my phone. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey Dingus, remind me. Uh, to follow up on this stupid idea I had in the shower. Yeah, but, and let's be clear. They're not all the, stupid. Yeah, ideas in the shower are usually the real good ideas. Yeah, um, so but yeah. you can't do anything about them then. No. So, yeah. And I, I, for, I used to have a, a grease marker in the shower. Don't, don't write on your shower with a grease marker, FYI. Okay, <laughs> but that was the intent was to capture that stuff. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I love that that concept of being able to easily input things so you can deal with it later mm-hmm. uh, is one of my favorite things. Uh, one thing that it gets a you get a lot of people feeling guilty about. Oh, I'm spending so much time like tweaking my system. Um, OmniFocus is one of those things that you can go down a rabbit hole and just play with automation and perfecting it and what i've realized is if that's my hobby that's okay yeah and i got that i stole that from uh we have a slack board where there's a room uh, titled hashtag temple of merlin which if merlin man actually knew we called it that would probably be embarrassed yeah (laughs) and i would be embarrassed having done it but you're never gonna hear that and it's where we talk about nerdy Mostly omni-focused things, but there are people in the room uh, who try other things. I know to do and uh, reminders, reminders, and uh, people have set up Slack as a as a to do system. And it's and it's nice just bouncing those ideas off people. Not because we are well, sometimes we are avoiding doing the actual things. Yeah, talking about how we can organize the things we're avoiding doing. Sometimes that happens. But as long as I frame it as it's it's a hobby like tweaking this stuff that yeah. i don't feel as bad oh i'm just wasting my time right right and i'm just avoiding no i'm i am avoiding a little but i could be just as easily avoiding uh doing something unrelated completely yeah totally like i get the same pleasure out of um all these things are kind of related right like today workflow. I spent, yeah workflow uh today i spent a lot of time on squarespace like making a Squarespace site. Um, even even like the feeling I get when I watch a bunch of movies in a day and add them to my movie diary, for some reason that triggers that same sort of like right. creating order. Yes. Like there's other things I could be doing, but like right now I am creating more order in my life in mm-hmm. this way. Uh, and and yeah. I like it. So I spend time tweaking, but that's not really the doing. And when it comes down to it, I'll often just throw it all away and start from scratch again, which is part of the reason I like right the software in the system anyway yeah but it's fun doing that tweaking sometimes and as long as i recognize it's fun uh and it's fun having the community as well yeah yeah i was just gonna say i enjoy the community of temple of merlin yeah where you can just where you can say crazy crazy productivity related things that most people be like that's stupid like what that's and then then four or five people are like that's amazing right You know, nerds. Nerds about any topic. It's nice yeah. to have your own nerds, you know? Yes. Um, so I enjoy that we have nerds about productivity software. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did else? you ever think that you would be in this this productivity software nerdery place? Um, I don't know. I do like that like idea of make, creating order. I, I, what I what I have found myself when I used to be a developer, mm-hmm. I got real. I was susceptible to over engineering and like whatever that is about me that enjoys creating the system rather than just solving the problem. Right. Clearly, <laughs> this you, plays right. Into this that. plays right into it. So, like, I can see how I ended up here. 
Yes. I didn't know that this would be where I would have ended up, but I can totally see. And the best yep. part is if you're susceptible to over-engineering and you do it at work, like that's dumb and perhaps negatively impacts your work. Right. If you're over-engineering productivity software in your life, like the outcome of that is you just still have a piece of productivity software that you're using and right. you're getting stuff done and people right. aren't like, why is that guy a garbage person? And he never gets back to me. <laughs> right. You know? So it's better. I think it's good to be in this place. I like it. Do you like it? I like it. It's one of the things I like. Yeah, it is. I wish we would have done our professional research, but it, it's not trivially priced software. No, it's not. But I I have spent, what have I spent? $40 on it? $60 on it? Yeah, you never bought the Mac version. No, I've only done iOS. So I think I've spent $40 on it somewhere yeah. around there. And I feel zero regrets. I feel, oh, yeah, yeah. I feel negative regrets, whatever yes. that is. Positive I will give them money for every version that they make. Oh yeah, I would. I, from it, now yep. until the hero. If it if time. it was 2017, they're like, "Hey, new version, give me 40 more dollars." I'd be like, "All right, here, here's yeah, my, here's, here's your money. money." Yeah, yeah, because it, it is great. It's lovely. It's wonderfully made. Um, I really can't it's say enough thoughtful. good things. Yeah, they have good release notes. To mm -hmm. it's always exciting to read the release notes, even if it's just a little tiny like. The CEO of the company is on Twitter and will answer your questions directly. Mm -hmm. And you've even got a retweet tweet of from time to time of some of your nerdy stuff. Yeah, it's a great, like you said, uh, community of nerds. Yes, you know. Yeah, so you go at it's omnifocus.com, I guess, right? You can uh, search for it in the, the the Omni group. Oh yeah, makes it and just search for Omnifocus. It'll be at the top. Yeah. And you can get it in the App Store. Um, and it is, I think it's universal app now, right? So like you just mm -hmm. get one and it's for your iPad, your phone, and mm -hmm. your watch. It's all in there. Mm -hmm. Or there should be, if you're a Mac user, a, a trial download right. that you can play with. Cool, man. I have a lot of positive Ooh. feelings for that thing. Yeah. I know we were afraid to do it because we were afraid of boring people. <laughs> right. But then there was feedback of people who wanted us to talk about OmniFocus. So here you go, folks. And it is, it's like not a, not like a fake thing we like. It's no, it's a it's legitimate thing. It's a huge, thing. giant thing. And it was, uh, I think, a, a foundational pillar of our friendship. Yeah. Oh, by far. Yes. Yes, definitely. I think our text relationship started with OmniFocus questions. Just Ross asking Sam yeah. OmniFocus, which is still a, it's still a significant pillar. <laughs> <laughs> but I finally got you, got you to understand at waiting. It took me two, two or three years. years, but I do understand it now. Yeah. Do you love it? I do. I use it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Is it time for Quick Hits? Quick Hits! Quick Hits! Quick Hits! So I wrote this thing for my blog where I was talking about. Can you tell me the URL of your blog? It's samdavies.me. Thank you. My name dot me, who mm -hmm. I am, mm -hmm. the pronoun. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm -hmm. Where I talked about how uh, I have this habit of putting games on my phone or my iPad and then I play them all the time. And I realize I have to delete them mm -hmm. because I'm not doing anything other than playing the game. After I posted that post, uh, someone on Twitter suggested this game called Mini Metro, mm -hmm. and it was only a dollar on for sale Christmas. for a dollar. On sale for a dollar, so I bought it when I was at my mother-in-law's house, and I played it a lot. Mm -hmm. It is super fun. You are you get a map of the terrain of like a city, like a real city, like Berlin, a real or city, London. Berlin, or San Francisco, and you have to connect stations with trains. So there's like a square station, and people at the Square station want to go to the circle station, so you have to have a connection there. And sometimes they're crazy triangle, not triangle, diamond stations mm -hmm. that are just there's only one, and everyone has to get there. I'm just thinking about it. So I've played it, and as I was washing the dishes 
prior to coming over here, I was playing the game and not washing the dishes. <laughs> and it was decided by me with the full support of my wife that I should delete the game. Mm. And I did. So if you're looking for a great game, I recommend Mini Metro. I am not. I can't play it anymore. Yeah, it is. Um, So we got it when it was on sale as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I say my little thing, um, today you tweeted a thing about how it has joined the honorable ranks of other mm-hmm. of other games. I know that SimCity is a game like this, right, for you? SimCity, uh, well, SimCity, Civilization, those I just can't touch. Right. So I don't even bother to install them. Mm-hmm. But things that have, have left my phone are going to be... Uh, I took off the Pokemon, the collectible card game for iPad. Mm-hmm. I was playing a lot. Mm-hmm. Of online matches of Pokemon cards. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So th- that that's an example. Uh, SimCity, uh, Carcassonne, Carcassonne. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we, I got it. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Yeah, Fascinating so, because Yahtzee doesn't see those so, other games like all seem in the same line. So Yahtzee, there's this optimizer you can play because the game is solved by computers. Uh-huh. But you can play solitaire against the computer, and it will tell you how far off you were from the optimal move oh. and i would just play that over and over and over again until i could get to the point where i'd be within like 0.001 percent optimal move for an That's entire right. game you sent we were sharing a document yeah. you put in a indecipherable yahtzee document and yeah I, it was i scored a 750 point game with fully optimized without making any errors I did not. I couldn't grok it. I'm sorry. I should have reacted. I'll show you. I'll show you after. Okay. Thing. Um, but yeah, so we got Mini Metro too. And the, my two things I wanted to say about Mini Metro is when you're connecting the stations, you're building a beautiful looking London Underground style metro map. Yes. Like you're building. Like what you end up with is a schematic map of the system you're building. So it's very pretty to look at. And the second related point is my son, who's eight, got it, and he is so much better at it than I am because he doesn't care about how beautiful his schematic map looks he just wants the connections to work whereas i want it to look like a dang metro map me too and that's not how you win the game no it's not turns out no so that that's a good game i recommend is it still a dollar i don't know i don't know um and then my quick hit is i got this book a book a book it's dude it is made of paper wow i did this the other day i was reading it and i looked to the top of the book for where the time the clock is (laughs) there is no clock there's no clock on a book um, it's called unless it was like House of Leaves and they put the time up there. Just I wouldn't put it past the House of Leaves guy. You, no, you don't put it past anything. Yeah. Um, this is called Organizing Organ Organizing for Social Change: uh, The Midwest Academy Manual for Activism by Kim Bobo, Jackie Kendall, and Steve Max. And this book is awesome. This book is a book for people i think everyone should go out and buy it for 2017 for all the people who are like i want to do a thing mm-hmm. like how what do i do i want to do a thing um this book gives you a lot of concrete advice on how to organize other humans to do a thing to get something you want that sounds great yeah it might be a like prime after i finish it but i'm only on chapter six now so very good yeah we did it episode 30 episode 30 triple tens triple ten, yeah, and we'll be back in a fortnight. In a fortnight. A literal fortnight. A literal fortnight. Yeah. So, uh, Sam, where can I find you on the internet? I am at my web zone, aforementioned samdavies.me. You can also find me on Twitter as at mm-hmm. Mr. Beefy. Or you could have found me on the Pokemon card game as the real Mr. Beefy. Someone already had Mr. Beefy? Yeah, someone already had Mr. Beefy. Dang. Uh, you can find me at Ross Catro, R-O-S-S-C-A-T. R-O-W. How about show notes for this episode? SamandRossLikeThings.com. Dot com. Right at the dang top. At the top. Yep. We did it. Thanks, Ross. That was good. Bye, Ross. See ya. Bye.